1: Happy birthday to you. Thank you! Happy birthday. Anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. Seth and Sean Sports Radio, birthday edition here, and failed mock draft edition as well. Wow, what a travesty that we pulled off the other day. It, It... yeah, yeah, it's it's easy to get it when everybody knows it's the the first one's going the right way. We have dogs aplenty, we have beautiful weather, overlooking uh that's the East River, yeah, overlooking the East River and the Empire State Building here on a beautiful New York day, New Jersey day. Excuse me, we are in Hoboken here. The Seth and Sean Sports Radio host West, uh here, and we'll talk. About a very interesting subject, a little bit later in the program, which requires a little bit of discretion, and we we will talk about that probably in about ten minutes. Seth, happy birthday to you! Yesterday it was your 41st birthday, and beautiful weekend, beautiful day. And Jakey is here, and oh, I'm not supposed to call him Jakey. Excuse me, I'm calling Jakey. Oh yeah, Jakey, Jakey is here. And he is wishing us a very happy birthday with a poopy diaper. It happens, look I am Rachel, happy birthday in advance to you We will have margaritas up, Margaritas aplenty On Cinco de Mayo, which happens to be Friday Here comes Jakey And And tequila plenty today in Which has become our annual Birthday celebration tradition Where we try to have the show In between the birthdays, it just makes more sense That way It's actually what Paul Pierce did as well. So this is a good segue into our first topic of discussion, which is the NBA playoffs. And we have not talked a lot in general this year. Uh, we're both not huge NBA fans. Your nets are actually deplorable, and my Knicks may be worse. Right. So it, it's it's a combination of which is the worst team but the playoffs have been a fun time to watch and unfortunately the clippers have not and paul pierce's last game was this past week and great great career will be known forever as a uh, celtic and then became a wizard uh, net oh sorry i forgot about the one year that he was a net they and then he became a, a wizard and then he moved on to his hometown clippers and now has retired Maybe the Clippers have retired as what we know them. Several free agents on that team, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, obviously Paul Pierce, and J.J. Redick. The only one that's definitely under contract next year of the core is DeAndre Jordan, who can't hit a free throw. And, yes, they were not as good as the first You know, the that and that's the two months. And not as good as the first on of the day. I think it was a nice year. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so got the Jake with the bottle and the dog barking. This is fantastic.
0: They lost a, you know, they lost that one. The one chance they really had was the three-one when they were up three-one. I guess it was on Houston in the semis and just couldn't hold on in Harden's first year.
1: You know, the funny thing is, I think Seth was on hold this entire time. So I was having a conversation by myself with Seth. By the way, it is Seth's birthday yesterday, so I would like to wish him another happy birthday. This is very awkward. We had technical difficulties. I think you were on hold on the switchboard, even though I pressed the microphone. Oh, good but anyway, Lord. so we were talking about the, the the Clippers and the fact that Jake is happy. The dog, is has barking. Done, dog is barking. And
0: our view is great.
1: And our view is great, and we have tequila. But the fact is that the Clippers are ending their run. If you are Doc Rivers, okay, you have Paul Pierce coming off the cap. You have Chris Paul who will sign that maximum contract. I think so. That contract, look, remember, Chris Paul was on the negotiating committee. He made this contract. For about $40 million a year, isn't it? It's, it's $205 million over five, over five years. He made this contract for himself. Yeah. Okay, so here he is. It's one of those designated maximum contracts, which the only way that you can get it is to be an all-NBA team
0: first, second, or twice.
1: third, because he has to argue with Paul George. Right, but twice, not once. You have to do it twice. Or you have to be a starting All Star for I think three years. So Chris Paul is definitely in there. He's going to get it. The question is whether he signs it. You know Steve Ballmer of Microsoft fame is definitely giving it to him. And then we have the rub. So he's 40 million on the cap, and then we have JJ Redick and Blake Griffin, who both still need to get signed. Seth, do you believe it would be interest to keep the core together? <laughs> The problem is, it's
0: kind of they're kind of like the Atlanta Hawks, where they're never going to go anywhere. I would, do you do it Yeah, Because you probably what you do is you probably make the run, you trade for Anthony, and you take your chances, because without look, without
1: any of these guys, you got nothing. Well, trade for Anthony is very difficult under this situation. Well,
0: what Re- Redick you'd have to resign, plus you'd
1: have to add obviously some other cap value to well, throw in. Okay, so let's understand that for Reddick to do that, it would have to be a sign and trade. Yes. He'd have to agree to it. Yes. So you're looking at Reddick at like 18 or $19 million, which boggles my mind that a guy who's Kyle Korver, light. Because Korver was the best shooter I've seen from the three-point line. Kyle Korver, maybe light, maybe the same. $19 million. $19 yeah, but, million. But then
0: You also have to remember what the hell this cap is. You have Ian Mamini who signed for four years, $64 million. Timothy, Timothy Mazgoff said four years, 82, $72 Okay. Million. okay. So I realize they're centers. It works a little differently. Right. But, yeah, the numbers are insane to begin with.
1: No, I'm with you. Okay, so so Carmelo is 25 plus the kicker. Which is another 15%, I believe. Right, so but 15. he can waive that. Okay. So, from what I understand, if he goes to a team that he wants to go to, he will waive it. So, you're looking at J.D. Raddick and spare parts. For the Knicks to take another huge contract. Remember, Carmelo is next year and the year after, and then he's done. And in exchange for him, you're taking probably a four-year contract for Redick. So not 19 and then next year done. 19,
0: 20, 22, whatever. Right.
1: And if you're Phil Jackson, I think this is stupid. I mean, you get no value. You don't even get a first-round pick because the Clippers don't have one. So, would,
0: so let's take a step back
1: then. Well, we started with, do the Clippers keep the core? So do you think they go and re-sign Blake Griffin? Is that a good move for them? Because who are they going to
0: get better at that price? Yes, that's a good move.
1: Well, that's the thing, right? You can go over the cap for your own players, but you cannot go over the cap for anybody else's players. So let me ask you this. If the Knicks say, you know what, we don't want Redick, we want Griffin, we'll do that trade. We'll trade you, but if you're the Clippers, and I think you do, and the reason I think you do is because, A, again, it's two years, not four. Two years, not four. That's number one. Number two, Griffin plays on the post, and Carmelo does not. DeAndre Jordan does very well in pick and rolls with Chris Paul. When he doesn't have anybody else running to the post.
0: Well, that's why the, the rumors have been
1: about Blake Griffin being traded for years. Agreed. So if you are in the Knicks and they say that, well, we got Blake Griffin who's playing on the post. We got oh uh, sorry, Porzingis who can come outside, maybe play a little bit of defense. Defensively, the Knicks are weaker, but I think offensively they are much stronger, and they don't have to go sign Derrick Rose again. I think if you're the Knicks, this is a no-brainer. Yes, I agree. I think if you're the Clippers, you very highly consider this. If not, make that deal, and then you go re-sign Redick, and you have a lot of different options. You have your
0: course still there. just a variation of it. And you
1: only have two years of Carmelo. You only have two years of not Carmelo.
0: I guess, yeah, because I guess you you would max out Griffin's contract or whatever correct would be. So
1: that would put you within the 15 was
0: it a 15%? Yeah, yeah give her, a
1: 15%. look, it'll work. They they would make that work, and that's been – the question is that kicker, whether Carmelo would give that up. The question is also,
0: would Blake Griffin agree to this? Because
1: he's also – Also agreed. But you have to assume, or I would assume, that if you're going from one big market to another big market, it's a little bit different. He's not going back to Oklahoma City because they don't have cap room at all unless they're trading Enos Tanner and a bunch of spare parts, which the Clippers would never do. So where else is Blake Griffin going? And Max Room is not what Max Room used to be. And I'm not, and I'm not saying, saying it's not available, available, but it's not available in the top markets. It's not available in Miami. It's not av- It's available in Dallas. If you want to go there. But then
0: why are you going to go to Dallas? What, right. What are, what's there?
1: If I'm Blake Griffin, the team that I'm looking at is actually Phoenix, which I think is a tremendous up-and-coming team and will have a top-four pick. Um,
0: now is there a no, there's, is
1: there a theirs is not contingent the at Lakers? all. Is it the Lakers? That's it's like the it? Lakers pick that's contingent. So, anyway, but the Clippers, as you know them, certainly with Paul Pierce gone, it will be a different Clipper team. Agreed. But they are older, they are another year older, and they are hard capped out. And that means aside from these guys, aside from the core, they're making very minor additions moving forward. Now let's move on to another team, okay? We spoke last week about the Rockets, and we thought that the Rockets had probably no shot against the Spurs. Yeah, we did. We said that the Rockets were probably going to lose against – Rockets looked really good last night. They looked really bad. They did. But is it a case, as I said many times before, is that this is deep in the playoffs, deeper in the playoffs. You got through a whole year. There's no Tim Duncan there anymore. Is this team just too old to contend?
0: They're too old and they're not athletic enough. You Look, Aldridge has been a bit of a disappointment in San Antonio. Michelle is old. Parker is older. Ginobili is older. I mean, really, you're building around... Kawhi Leonard. And I don't want to say spare parts because that's... Natsy Mills. Part. I Mills is a nice player, Denny Green, is a nice...
1: Also player. a free agent this year, right. mind so, you. Right. These are
0: guys as your number three and number four guys who are going to get you. So, I mean, maybe, you know, we look at Houston, and Houston, you know, they're a team that, again, it's not easy to say that after a 40-point right?
1: And we've seen this before from San Antonio where they the
0: first game or two
1: and come back. And just just come back. So, look, this is not the nail in the coffin, in the proverbial coffin. If you'd like to call in, by the way, 760-283-0846, 760-283-0846. We're going to talk a little bit here. We'll talk a little bit about uh, the baseball, and then we'll get on to our main subject. Like I said, when is enough enough? And I, I teased this a little bit last week in that when are you forgiving a baseball, basketball, football, hockey player for doing something incredibly stupid and, or even criminal, when, when do you, and this is subjective to every person, when are you permitting yourself to root for that player again? Or maybe you don't at all. And we'll get to that in a little bit, but let's continue on with the NBA and then we'll get on to the NFL. So, we have the Rockets. We have we have the Cavaliers, who look dynamite in their in their win. The Celtics look. We we did not like them in the last couple of weeks. I, I have to say they turned it on. before Rajon Rondo was out, but they certainly have turned it on. Isaiah Thomas, Tooth Lost has certainly become that go-to player. And while I am very happy that. The Clippers (laughs) lost because maybe that means Carmelo goes somewhere. The Celtics may make the finals, and then not sure.
0: Again, you know, we just talked about how you don't want to judge based on one game. Sure. Sure. And I still look at Black. It's Isaiah and a bunch of role players, and Al Horford, and a bunch of role players. Absolutely, No, no
1: doubt. Very good role players. Very, and they fit, uh,
0: Brad Stevens is fantastic and, in my mind, probably a future Olympics coach. He knows the game beautifully. He knows how to play. He you looks know, you know, like how this team has built over the last three years and how they've improved this over the last three years. So, hmm. It's been um, – yeah, you know, it's been out, of, <laughs> out of honor. It's certainly not, in not in honor talent in the NBA. Right. But he's, but been, he's able been able to... we the had a have Marcus Smart and Jay Crowder. Everybody, everybody mm-hmm. has been able to kind of meld them nice together to a very nice thing. Now, now do I, I think be right? nice? Do don't, don't think so, though? Do I, I the be the probably, probably not. But here are things that have happened. And
1: <laughs> this close, I've been telling Seth to put the microphone Closer to his mouth okay. and it was ironic That he said this well, close at the end to
0: keep it away, so.
1: I agree, I agree And and you're right, look we're, Judging on one game is never going to be Sufficient And that's basically what I've been doing So far, so again, if you'd like to call in 760-2830-846 Okay, let's move on to the NFL draft Before we do Oh, We have Utah Golden State
0: Which to me is Actually, a really interesting matchup.
1: I love the matchup. Now,
0: it's going to take the overwhelming season. Of course, they are. Yep. But I look at the it, big, big, strong team that can get onto the boards to make if, if they're healthy. If they're healthy, they seem to be. Colbert is going to be played. He didn't play full, but he played full. Sure. He's really good. They have, have Trey Lyles. They have Joe Johnson. who seems to have gotten more publicity in the last two weeks, in the last 20 years, they're a nice
1: team. Well, Joe Johnson was the most underappreciated max player in history. I don't
0: know if he was underappreciated or just didn't deserve the max
1: contract. Both of which are true. I agree with that. Not being an all-star and still getting a max contract. But, he, unfortunately, Joe Johnson was the most overrated, underrated player in history in the fact that he was overrated because of his contract, but underrated as far as the appreciation that he brought to the court. So I get it. Now the question is, will you see other players do the Utah thing in getting these veterans and my to commit to lower salaries to play on championship teams? And I know this is talked about a lot with regards to Cleveland and the last player in, but Joe Johnson's not the last player in. No. He's a guy that's getting significant minutes. He is not Tracy
0: McGrady with the Spurs.
1: Minutes. He is getting significant minutes with that team. Yes. And playing very well.
0: Yeah, it seems to have rejuvenated him. I guess when you go to Utah, there's nothing else to do at night. You're
1: well, really- according, to the, uh, yeah, according to the Golden State Warriors, that's exactly what they said. Yeah. Well, because what- – That's why Matt Barnes doesn't want point. to play in Utah. Because Matt Barnes, the guy that clocked Derek Fisher, really needs to be involved in some nightlife. Yeah.
0: Well, basketball comes in second a lot of times on these things, and you should be concentrating.
1: on playoffs. <laughs> Not practice. 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 So the fact is, it that will be the most interesting series to me. I like what Utah has put together. I've always liked what Utah put together, and a lot of this may be their final run as well because Gordon Hayward. Haywood, excuse me, Haywood. Hey, it's Hayward. May not get that super max deal, and he may go elsewhere too. And the one place that he's been rumored to go many times has been Boston. So, uh, should we ask Cece Sabathia or should we ask uh, Adam Jones about that? Great, great segue to that, actually. So, Seth, I have to say. Boston has always been known as the not-so-nice capital of the world to minorities. Bill Russell has said this. Jackie Robinson said it. Numerous players said it. I lived in Boston for four years. Oh, sorry, for two years. Excuse me. Two years. I never saw it. Now, that being said, I am a Caucasian male who is blonde-haired and blue-eyed in an Irish town. So it's not exactly that I didn't fit in here. But Jake is having a great time on on Seth's lap. We should do a video cast one day, with, well, and we could,
0: comes out. It's to be 16th,
1: Okay, but you know what, Randy Dahlia does a good job, so uh, let's give him some credit. So anyway, but I never, I didn't see it when I was up there, now, and that's not to say it wasn't there. Rumors have it all the time that there is a whole lot of racism. And this will be the first of our sensitive subjects. <laughs> so you guys just spit up on Seth, and I can't control myself from laughing. Sensitive subject. He
0: found it a little
1: bit So continue, please. So, I have yet to see racism in my life. I have seen anti-Semitism, certainly, being Jewish and Seth is Jewish as well, but I have yet to see. I guess you would have to call it reverse racism because I think in order for there to be racism, I think the definition is that the majority race has to uh, ridicule or somewhat demean the lower race or the less popular race. So I don't think a Caucasian can actually have racist tones towards them. I think it actually goes the other way. I can't,
0: Wait I don't minute. think think that
1: came out. You just said that a Caucasian cannot be racist. No. no, I said a Caucasian cannot be subject of racism, subject to racism. You need to talk it to the phone. That being said, so I've never been a victim of it, Seth. I uh, you've spent a uh, a number of a number of trips to Boston. You've heard stories. Look, the Celtics have forever been. Remember, the Cel- the Red Sox were the last team to integrate. I'm per- Pumsy Green, Pumsy Green. Now, to be fair, the Celtics were one of the first teams to integrate. True to Red Auerbach. So, I don't no. know really where that stands. C.C. Sabathia said today that the only place they've seen racism in baseball is in Boston. Adam Jones, we've seen peanuts last night and racial epitaphs. I, I believe that there was a banana thrown at him in one case. I don't think... There's, there's certainly not room for that in sports.
0: There's but, not room for that in society. And occasionally agreed. it's become more and more prevalent.
1: Agreed. For reasons we don't need to discuss on the show. Um, for reasons I think we all understand. Yeah. But the fact is, labeling a town for six or seven idiots is not the right way to go about it. No, but what, what, is, your, what is your
0: expected response? I mean, the problem is, just like everything else, when there's the one in a hundred... The one is the, the one is the.
1: The attention is sent on the one.
0: one. A couple of people asking me when it comes to my actual business. Why don't I ever post on Yelp or post on any of these other sites? For every twenty-five people who are
1: happy with me, there's,
0: there's the, the, one, one, that's that's me. the, the one, one that's not. And the one that's not is the one that's attention over the twenty-five people who are happy.
1: I with will me. agree with that because wow. when I look at Yelp, I don't look at positive reviews. I look at negative. Uh, exactly. I will be the first one to tell you that. Obviously. Layla is not very happy. Man, you are juggling today. I'll take care of the little man. Okay. So, I I totally understand. And look, a couple of idiots ruined the party. Ruined the party, and in Boston, maybe that's it. The, excuse me, the Red Sox have apologized to the fans. The MLB has blast blasted these racial taunts. Is it going to go away? No. No, there will always be idiots. And I say that in the nicest way, but there will always be idiots. And that's unfortunate.
0: Well, I mean, you. So
1: let's move on to our NFL draft or the stupidity around our NFL draft. Seth got 30 points. Now, let's understand what that means. The maximum amount of points that one could earn in our mock draft. It was 32 times 5, which is 160 points, and Seth got 30. Now, to be fair, I only got 42, so it's not like I did so much better. I think I nailed six, and then the rest of them were an absolute cluster of epic proportions. Seth, have you seen a draft that was so, I don't know, discombobulated? I mean, it was really off the kilter this year well
0: consider as I said, considering that I was not even close on nine on eighty percent of my picks, I'm not sure I'm the one to be speaking about it um <laughs> it was it was a great night it was a great night of sports uh, I'll go that far yeah had the n b a playoffs you had the n h l playoffs you had the Yankees coming back from uh nine one but I think Sean's singing, but I can't really hear him. So, I'm not singing.
1: I'm just listening oh, here. I'm not
0: singing. Oh, that was a TV in the background. Okay, never mind. Um, so, you knew it was weird when Chicago made three picks to move up one spot for a position for a player that San Francisco had no interest in taking.
1: And no one no was under the, the
0: impression that San Francisco had any interest
1: but there was the impression that other teams may have come up for him. I don't think so.
0: Look, I read, I
1: read the article in, in, uh, in Monday
0: Morning Quarterback, and I read a bunch of things. Was it, did John Lynch just play a good con job on Ryan Pace? Maybe. I don't know. Um,
1: but I don't say I, I don't have a real hard, a real big problem with what Ryan Pace did. I don't like it. I'm, I, I don't. You don't like it because of why? You don't like it because of the capital that he spent, or you don't like it because of the quarterback that he went after? Both? Or do you like – don't like the fact that he jumped for what he wanted? Oh, well, I think number three. three five, if that's, that's – I don't – I don't thought it was too
0: much capital stop. to move up one spot. Okay, that's fair. Whether he likes – look, we're not, not scouts. You know, right. that's why I laugh. You know, we, when we pick – when we do our mock drafts – now, I watch a lot of college football more, more than Sean does. And I'd like to think I'm more knowledgeable than most college football fans. But, One would hope. I would think so. But I am not a scout. I don't spend 20 hours, a de- 80 hours a week going from team to team, you know, determining, you know, someone's hand size. I look at it from a – okay, that came out bad. <laughs> Uh, Thank God. Thank God I don't have to worry about these things. Okay. Okay. Anyway. So. Anyway. Now that Sean is reverting back to being a 41-year-old, not a 25-year-old. Okay. Working his way towards that. Thank you. Uh, You know, the way we look at it is everything else. Okay. There is a need. You know, Tennessee needed a wide receiver and a cornerback. Yep. You know, okay. Who are the best wideouts? You know, would you pick Mike Williams at five? Would you pick Corey Davis at five? Or are you going to go for a guy like Conley or whatever, and then try and hope you get a wideout later? That's how we pick it. Yep. Ryan Pace has a scouting department. If he is convinced that Mitch Trubinsky is going to be your next quarterback for the next twelve years, he's worth the three, the four, three and the one. Now. To confirm it. Now, do I think he would have got they would have, the pick? Would have gone there, and he,
1: he would have gotten them at three.
0: Yeah, I do. I don't think there was
1: anyone moving up to
0: two.
1: I don't. But again, you I, were not in the draft room, so no. you do not know what's going on. I
0: just I think about it from a high level. You know who was, who had the capital to move up to two that really would have wanted them. I don't think Cleveland did. I think that was a smokescreen. Oh, Cleveland absolutely had the capital they had the, to do it. They're the only team. That, I don't think the Jets were going to move up to two. No, I agree. Um, I'm trying to get teams in the top ten. Tennessee wouldn't, the Bears wouldn't I mean, not the Bears, excuse me Uh, The Chargers, I don't think we're going to I know people said that they were I didn't see it Um, So I didn't think I I didn't think there was anyone there to move up
1: Okay, that's fair Let's understand what Chicago did, so they got their quarterback Right, at number two Okay Yes, they moved up only one spot They gave up Very little to move up one spot if that's their quarterback guy. Okay, they gave up a three and a four and a four next year. Compare that to Carson Wentz or any or even go to um I'm sorry, what Kansas City gave up. They didn't give up a number one next year. They gave up a three Kansas City gave up a number one to go get Pat Mahomes. They gave up a one next year. Right. No, but the Bears did not. Okay. But the they, Bears like they, gave up a three and a, a four.
0: up 17 spots.
1: I understand. But let's, let's even go last year, the Eagles, moving up from six to two. Okay? Or I think it was – maybe it was ten. Whatever it was. Ten to two. Something maybe like eight spots. Okay, I understand it's only one spot. But they got the guy that they wanted without giving up Robert Griffin money. Robert Griffin was three to two, if you recall that. And they gave up a uh, – sorry, six to two. That was a whole lot of draft capital.
0: Also, also remember what Robert Griffin was.
1: No, no, no. I get that, but I'm saying if you can convince, if 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 Ryan Pace is convinced, convinced that this is their guy, and he's willing to stake his his general managership, which is exactly what he's doing right now, on this pick, you go and get your guy. There's no doubt in my I, mind. So, you go and get your job. We do this in fantasy all, the, all time. the time. I do wonder on what John
0: Fox is talking because John Fox is really in a make it or break it year. But is he? I was, remember Ryan Pace is the one that makes that decision.
1: My the impression is he's going to make it or break it year. Okay. I'm
0: not, I have no idea. I don't work for the
1: Bears, so they spend 18 million dollars on their guy, right? and then they For this year, for this year, he has 2.5 million dollars guaranteed next year so unless you are the most positive person on Mike Lennon in your entire life you realize this is a one-year contract with an out yes
0: no I understand that okay I guess I find it a bit confusing
1: why
0: you would make you why you would sign Glennon for this I realize the one year and out I get it but to me if you're bringing in a quarter you don't bring in a new quarterback for a one-year run because what if he is? What if he has a phenomenal year? Then literally you've wasted your number two pick.
1: Okay, or you have an Aaron Rodgers situation where he sits for another year. Mike
0: is years old.
1: Okay, and then you have money year to year contract, or you can trade him. Yes. Because remember, all the guaranteed money is gone. It's gone. No, so you're trading him in a very, very good contract. Now I'm not saying it's there, but Look, if you could get a second-round pick from Mike Lennon next year, he has a good year, right? And they, they have him under contract, so he's not a free agent. No. And he's got $2.5 million guaranteed. And you can get, a say, a third-round pick for him. So you get the third-round back. So you've now traded a first and two-fourths for the guy that you believe is the next 12 years of your quarterback? That's not a bad deal. I understand the logic. I
0: still wouldn't have done it.
1: Understood. Understood. You would rather have sat there at three and taken your chances. Yeah. Remember, you at three already, right? Right. You're not moving up eight spots. You're moving up one. Okay, so let's let's go to the second trade, which I think was ridiculous, was how much Kansas City gave up to go get Pat Mahomes from Buffalo. And I was shocked by the draft capital that they gave up, including next year's number one, for a guy that – won't start for two won't start years. at least for a year, maybe two.
0: No, Smith isn't under contract through eighteen nineteen. Yeah,
1: but whether he's under contract or not, time. we saw that with Colin Kaepernick, right? right? Not necessarily under contract yeah. means anything. Remember, Alex Smith does not have a twenty million dollar cap number. He has a twelve million dollar cap. Is it number. only twelve? It is only okay. twelve, and it will continue to go down. So if he's a backup at $8 million... That makes him no different than Chase, Chase Daniel money. Right, exactly. Did we both really just say Chase Daniel? We did. We did. Okay. So, well, yeah. So, okay, so that's... So do you agree with the Chiefs going to get him as a... Look at it the same way. Or is Andy Reid so solid in that job Andy that it Reed doesn't matter? So
0: solid in that job, it doesn't matter.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, I guess the confusion that I have is
0: Kansas City. In my mind, for all intents and purposes, you look at that team; they could be a player, or two. they could be a player or two away
1: from sure. the Super Bowl. Sure, I agree with that. I think they are a player or two. So they may not, they may not even need it. No. So if you are,
0: but if you are a player or two away,
1: yeah.
0: Do you really want to wait? I don't want to say
1: waste because that's not the right word. I think that's a yeah. I think that's a poor choice. Yep, I agree with you.
0: You have player. You have Derek Johnson coming off how many surgeries
1: Sure. you have
0: some of your defense getting older. Sure. You know, you, I don't think I would have done that for Kansas. And this is not me being conservative. This is, I am a player or two away potentially from being a super bowl. Player. Pat Mahomes is not going to get me there in the next year or two. No. So correct. for me, this
1: is not worthwhile. Okay. Okay. I, do, uh, I, I believe the trade up for H- Mahomes was a good trade for the long term of the franchise. And I think I don't think Alex Smith actually gets you there. I think that's part of it, too. I think Mahomes may start not this year but next year, and that, may, that, that would change the dynamic of this trade if he, if he does start next year. I don't like giving up next year's number one. I never like giving up an extra number one. Also,
0: next year, the, the, the quarterbacks that are most likely coming out is a much, much better
1: class. Agreed, which is why I am so happy the Jets did not pick a quarterback
0: did exactly with the first pick exactly what they should have done
1: Yep I don't like them going safety-safety I think- See, and I don't mind it anymore After I've, after, okay, so I did some research into this And look, we know you are a Giants fan, we know we, I am a Jets fan Todd Bowles has used safeties as linebackers many times and would it be unfathomable to try Calvin Pryor, who they did not pick up the, uh, the option on today. Would it be unfathomable to try him at middle linebacker in a nickel defense? In a nickel middle defense.
0: David Harris is 97 years old. Right. So.
1: so he probably comes off on third downs now. I'm saying as a 3rd down plugger, right? And that's all. Or even a second-down plugger. A guy that plays the run very effectively, he can't cover, which is why he's not a very good safety. And you can't put him as a corner because he's,
0: he's just not a corner. He can't do it.
1: He is a smallish linebacker, kind of like Devontae Buchanan was in Saint, In Phoenix. Do you play him there? Do you try him there? It's it's a look. Do I do I think Calvin Pryor will be on the team in 2018? No, no chance. This, this cemented his. Adios. But you know what? You try things, and if if again, this is the draft. If this is, I just solve my my safety problems for the next ten years. I sign up for safety, safety every. The Jets aren't going anywhere, so why not?
0: Best again, the Jets are in that position where you can tr- where you can truly go best player available. Everyone sure. not everyone obviously does. The Giants yeah. don't do that. They they say they do, but they don't. They don't. Do you think that Marcus May, based on what you've read and what you've seen, what's out there? Yeah, I got him.
1: Do you think
0: that Marcus May was the best player available?
1: I think the Jets wanted the cornerback, Kevin King. And when Kevin King
0: wasn't there, they scrambled. They could have gone for a T-Tabor. They could have gone for a Quincy Wilson. There were other corners
1: out there. Right, but not tall corners. No, King was 6'3". Or King, King was 6'3", Quincy, Quincy Wilson? Yeah. It was 5'11". I think they were looking for a very tall corner. Who are your corners right now?
0: And I'm not being sarcastic. I don't know. It's
1: Morris Claiborne. Okay. And uh, Buster Screen. Okay. Buster Screen is 5'11". Morris Claiborne is 6'3". Yeah, he's a tall guy. Yeah. He's a tall guy. He just can't stay healthy. And, look, if he could ever put together what he did at LSU, yeah, we have but we a steal. Yeah, we were waiting for that for six years. Agreed. Okay. okay, so let's move off the NFL draft for a little First, uh, I'm sorry, before we go off, you happy with the Giants pick?
0: Yeah, I mean, as I said – out of everything I had read that they should have, they could have, they could have gone on uh, Njoku from Miami. Sure. And I would not have been averse to them. Now, Kevin, uh, Kevin, oh, Kevin Ingram. No, no, Kevin Ingram. The GM, Ross, or uh, Reese, Jerry Reese, excuse me, never <laughs> trades, never trades up. No. When you have OJ Howard, who's falling to 18, 19, when the guys that they supposedly wanted, Harris, Gerard Davis, Garrett Bowles, go 19, 20, 21. You gotta find it a little exasperating, but the reality is, if they like Ingram more than Joku, I like them going tight end. I didn't. There was no lineman that I wanted in the first round. They go Tomlinson. They go defensive tackle to replace Hankins in the second. They take quarterback in the third. I'm fine with it.
1: I love the third round pick. I love picking Davis Webb. I think that may be the successor at some point.
0: I mean, not the expectation. If you're bringing in, right. Manning has two or three more years out of contract.
1: Yep. That
0: is more of Aaron Rodgers
1: deal than anything else. I agree. Okay, so let's move on to the subject. Is your it's 7:40. We got about 20 minutes. Jake is a little bit whiny. I think he's waiting for, for this subject to come. So I asked my friend Mike Nitsky a couple of weeks ago. Now Mike is a ardent Mets fan, and he was very discouraged in that the he was very discouraged in that the Mets signed Jose Reyes last year coming off the domestic assault. He was also very discouraged that Jarius Familia went through his 15-game um, suspension this year for, again, domestic assault. And I asked him, when, will you, when should we go to our next mat game? And his response was, when Jose Reyes and Jarius Familia are not on the team, I will go to Citi Field. No. Now, I asked him, point blank, when is it enough? if Jose Reyes does not commit any problem, doesn't have any problems for the next 20 years and then comes back, will you cheer him at a reunion day? And his response was, I don't know. Now we have Joe Mixon. Let's bring it back to the NFL. Joe Mixon gets drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals, who have a tendency for picking up these types of players. Pacman Jones, Chris Henry, etc. cetera. When is enough enough? When Joe Mixon Joe has paid his penance, he has suffered for three years with no incident, he has settled with the woman that supposedly, not supposedly, was caught on tape uh, striking. When is enough enough? And is there such a thing as enough enough? I think there kind of has to be. Um,
0: and look, there there is no right or wrong answer. Because...
1: And, Hold on, and this is a very touchy yes. subject, so, so let me be clear. What we say here is our beliefs and nobody else's. There is no right or wrong, and you may thoroughly disagree with us, and we are, we are perfectly okay with Everyone that. Everyone disagrees with me all the time. Right, and if you'd like, call in at 760 846 We in no way mean to offend anybody with this very sensitive topic. So, Seth, continue. Well,
0: I mean, in regards to Mixon um remember since he one of their their gm is a woman so there had to have been approval it's paul brown and then i think it's katie blackburn who i believe is his daughter or his daughter-in-law the problem is this people get have the opportunity to have second chances and i'm not we, we we talked about this with mike vick we talked about this with ray rice we talked about this the bigger issue of me are the guys like Randy Gregory or Greg Hardy, or, or even D.D. Westbrook, who was drafted in the fourth round this year but wasn't mentioned, um, where there's problems over and over and over again. You have the right to make a living. And once you pay your your debt. And I'm not saying that Mixon has paid his debt or has not paid his debt. I don't think there is a right or wrong I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. Ray right. No. objective answer we interviewed now I got the chance to meet Ray Rice about two weeks before everything I don't know if you were at the event Ray Rice had won the man of the year universally liked and this for all intents and purposes ended his career now I'm not saying what he did was right because of course it wasn't it was ridiculous and stupid but at a certain point if the recipient, or lack of a better term, moves on, you know, is it our place to say that they're not allowed to make a living? Well, Seth, I, let's I,
1: let's understand. Hold on, so let's understand. Playing sports is not a right, it's a privilege. As is going into any profession. Correct? Yes. You can make a living many different ways. It doesn't necessarily have to be in sports. It doesn't necessarily have to be as an accountant. And quite frankly, if I was arrested for some charge such as that, I may be kicked out of the bar yes. and not be able to make a living as a lawyer. So but that is, it's a privilege. But
0: there is also a behavior, There is also a morals clause or morals. Being a lawyer, being a CPA, whatever it is, as a professor, this is not. This isn't that kind of position. If there was a moral clause for every player who's been an athlete, how many athletes
1: could you have? Lost? What are you looking at? Are no, you... I, look, I, I I understand what you're saying. There actually are morals clauses in it, each of these contracts, it, yes, right? But
0: this is again after contract, after things have been signed. Mixon has not
1: signed the contract. No, oh, and I and I get that. Uh, I think we we go back to the same thing. So let's ask the question point blank, Seth. you you have a giant. That commits domestic assault. Josh Brown. Let's go with a higher profile guy. Okay? okay, let's let let's say oh Harry Carson. Didn't Harry Carson? He I don't remember. Not what playing right. Was lying, let's say let's say it's Phil uh, Let's say Eli Manning. Eli Manning. Okay. okay. Eli Manning. And this is strictly hypothetical, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this has not occurred, and so no slander, please. <laughs> so Eli Manning gets arrested tomorrow. God bless you. He gets arrested tomorrow and he gets arrested for felony domestic assault against his wife. Okay. I assume you're not happy with this because I can't imagine anybody would be. No. So do you root for him the next time he comes out? My hope would probably be he wouldn't play for them again. Okay. Let's say he is because that's happening, right? That's happening a lot. Let's say he is next season. Okay? I assume, rightfully or wrongfully, you are still a Giants fan because you're a fan of a team, not yes. a player. I get that. I look I'm going through that with Jose Reyes these days. Eli Manning two years later retires. He gets his his jersey raised to the rafter or ring of honor or whatever you call. Are you cheering for him if he's two years? Are you cheering for him in five years? Are you cheering for him in ten years, assuming he stays clean? I would like to think that I wouldn't. I would like to think that I wouldn't.
0: Taylor had his number raised to the Ring of Honor. He had a zillion things that went wrong. Did I cheer Lawrence Taylor? I did.
1: Okay, but I think there is a big difference with Lawrence Taylor, at least at the beginning. Look, the last thing that Lawrence Taylor did was a little bit off the kilter. But well, let's go back to the drugs. Okay. Drugs, you harm yourself. Yeah. I have no tolerance for drugs. I, I have never done a drug I, in my life. I, on the life. other hand,
0: enjoy a little bit of heroin from time to time.
1: <laughs> Your wife would be very. <laughs> my wife would be throwing this. me off this balcony right. Now. Okay, so so the fact is, yes, drugs hurt other people, family, friends, acquaintances, mm-hmm. etc. But the main person that a drug will hurt is the person himself, him or herself. So, okay, a person is, is addicted to cocaine. It's an addiction. He suffers through it. He becomes clean. You can make the case he hurt himself and very, very few other people. Maybe he, as a fan he hurt the team, but at the same time, I still root for Dwight Gooden. I still root for Dallas Shawbreak.
0: I root for CC Sebastian.
1: Right, now. same type of deal. But they're not hurting anybody else but themselves in the physical sense. That is a whole lot different Fair. than here we're talking about the hypothetical. Fair enough.
0: I'm trying to think of an example where, I've, it's, where it's impacted a team that I am, again, where it's
1: impacted a team where I can actually well, give a... Well, the lucky thing for you is you are a fan of conservative teams. <laughs> so your conservative teams generally don't have that problem. black Brown was... And then he was booted. That's what I'm saying. Like, your your teams don't stand for that crap, I like to think. Like, the Giants don't stand for that crap. No, the Yankees generally don't stand for that crap. Steve Howe being but the one. The, but, and, again, that was drugs. a person and drugs, right? The Yankees had strawberries. The Yankees had goodness. Right, and again, that wasn't. There was no domestic abuse there. That's there was drugs. domestic abuse for Strawberry, was there? Really? Yes. I don't recall that. Okay, so let's use Strawberry as an example.
0: Okay. Did I, did I root for Strawberry? Yeah, I right. did.
1: I mean, because
0: he was helping my team win. I'm not going to say it's something that I, I like, that I approve of,
1: because obviously I don't. Okay. Do you find fault in the fact that the Cincinnati television station is boycotting the Bengals because of? Grant, Grant, Joe it's
0: a cut your nose to spite your face I mean, the
1: reality is... What what else is Cincinnati going to be? I'm still trying to figure out why he's crying. Okay. You want to go back? No. Okay. And all of a sudden, Cincinnati. Okay. Okay. I thought it was
0: all... It was all no. Maybe
1: he wants the tequila. We no
0: tequila for my six, for my nine month old. Um, what it is more, Cincinnati. it's great that they can do that, and that's fine, and that will get them some upfront attention, but at the end of the day, it's a sports town, and it's a sports town without any talent. So, without anything, to fo- you're going to follow the Reds? The Reds are pointless. Call it what it is. University, University of Cincinnati? Cincinnati. Basketball's over. Hope football, they're mediocre. It's a it's Bengals town. So, so I don't, I don't see. The, 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 it's nice that they, they say, say that that they're boycotting, they're boycotting in May. In May. Right. I see them boycott in September. Then I'll yeah, be impressed. Okay, but do you support it if they do? Yeah, if they want to. Look, I have no problem with it. I, Would I do it? As it's a, look, it's an entity that needs to, that needs ratings to bring in advertising dollars. If you think you can do that by foregoing the biggest sporting team in
1: the vicinity. Okay. I don't think think they can. Okay. So, Gideon Copley. The Raiders picked him. Uh, Raiders picked him. Yeah. I think I got that one actually. Yeah, it made sense. Yeah. So, a little bit different scenario, right? So, Gideon Copley at first said he wasn't with the girl. Now his lawyer is saying he's with the girl. You're, he's not subject, which I found out today, to any, any discipline, discipline by the by NFL, the NFL whatsoever, whatsoever, because it happened before, before, before the,
0: the um, before he was signed, before
1: the draft, or the draft. You're obviously you're a Raider fan. You're of a different ilk to begin with. <laughs> How do you take this if that's your team that's picking him? I know Caleb Brantley was uh, picked. I can't remember the team. was picked by the Browns,
0: but Caleb Brantley's Sasha Brown,
1: or the GM for Cleveland,
0: made a different point. And what he said was, "We don't He's not saying they're putting that he's innocent. What we're saying is, we're getting a sixth-round talent. We're getting a second-round talent and a sixth-round pick.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If he sounds to have done something, we're going to cut him. Okay. And that's the chance they're willing to take which I think is perfectly fine.
1: Okay, and if you're the Raiders... Well, no, but let, but here's the thing. If you're that team's fan, do you accept that? Or do you, do you stand on your moral high ground and say, we shouldn't be taking guys like this to begin with? Because
0: we're talking about Cleveland.
1: <laughs> we're talking about Cleveland. It
0: all goes back to we're talking about <laughs> we're talking a talking crappy about team. You know, when we're talking about Cleveland.
1: All right, hold on.
0: I know the suspense is killing you, so I'm giving you the bottle. To- 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 okay. So, yeah, this, it's amazing
1: because there's nothing
0: in the bottle. <laughs> so, yeah, there's never a milk in there. He just pretty much just said, he just uses the uh, he's teething. So Cleveland just works in a different a different world, because they, but I, I don't I don't have an issue with their th- with their thought process. If they say, look, we're drafting this guy, we don't know how this will play out. If it plays out where he's found guilty, we will cut him.
1: Okay. It's a six-round pick. So let's go to the Raiders.
0: The Raiders, as you said, are just a different mentality. Um, the problem is there's no real feeling one way or the other of what exactly happened
1: with, the Raiders, with Conley. It is a true he said, she said. It could be like Lael La- 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 Collins, correct? Where after the draft, and he rumors the entire time, and then nothing of nothing. Right, and he ends up going what the seventh round. There was a free No, he season. was undrafted. He yeah. went, to the, to the Cowboys, went to the Cowboys, and
0: he's a borderline All-Pro. So, it's, I now personally would I have taken him in the first round? No, um, because if there is a chance of this, no, he Conley has a pretty clean background other than this. And from not, what
1: from what has been reported, he has a perfectly right. clean. So, background.
0: So, and I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying anything. Neg- I'm not saying. That this is, you know, he, I have no idea whether what he did or what he didn't do. Sure. I have no clue. Um, but why would you would take you as a first round pick to take someone who may end up in this, especially, makes no sense to me at all. It doesn't make sense from a PR perspective. It doesn't make sense from a team perspective. It makes no sense. Okay. So
1: what
0: are your, what thoughts? Are your thoughts? I've given I've all given my opinions.
1: Well, opinion. oh. look, I've said this before. I think that. Our penal system is built upon rehabilitation.
0: Whether it actually
1: goes that route, I think, is in dispute. I'm not sure that... That's the way it was designed. You go to prison, and you get rehabilitated, and you come out a better person. That's the theory. The practice, I think, is totally the opposite, as unfortunate as that sounds. It is horrendous. from what I understand, having never been there myself. But you've seen a lot of movies with it. I have, but look, we all know movies are not a... a... Thank you, ladies and
0: gentlemen.
1: <laughs> well done. Well done. The fact is, look, that is what our penal system is predicated on, so I thoroughly believe that there is a there is a point where a person has paid their penance. It may be 5 years, it may be 10 years, it may be maybe 50 years. But there are, there is remorse. There, our, our system, our entire society is built on second chances. It always has been. And I thoroughly believe that everybody does deserve a second chance. You deserve a third chance. No, well, and, and that's where we come down to, right? So, as I said to my friend Mike, I said I thoroughly believe that one day I will root for Jose Reyes again, provided that he that there's nothing more that this was it that there is a once what is it fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me, and I'm thoroughly of the belief in that, which is why Lawrence Taylor doesn't get appreciation from me. Yeah, he's one of the greatest football players of all time. O.J. Simpson was one of the greatest running backs of all time for a four-year period anyway, if you actually look at the stats. Jim Brown? Jim Brown is one of those people that has rehabilitated himself. He is one of those people I can look at and say, I will root for him now. He he had some problems earlier on, and he rehabilitated himself into becoming a spokesperson for African-American issues and whatnot. So again, a very touchy subject. I'm glad we we did have this discussion because I think it is important and I think it it really does take you to look in the mirror and see where your values are at. So, we have approximately 4 minutes left. Um, 3 minutes actually. I'm I'm sorry we didn't get a full call today. Hopefully, we'll get some more next week where we'll discuss a little bit more about baseball and the NBA playoffs. Uh Very happy 41st to my co-host, Seth, Um, my best friend. This is, again, we do this every week, and and we have a blast, especially when it's accompanied by Jake and some tequila. And uh, that works out well. A couple more more thoughts. Uh, To my mom, uh, very speedy recovery. Uh, You're only in the hospital for a day, but you scared the living crap out of me. And given the last week of my life with... uh, with my friend Joe passing away um, I'm real happy you're going home Tomorrow so uh, friend, yeah. Grandma you can follow her <laughs> at home soon please yeah. It would yeah. make my, my life a whole lot easier And I'm sure your life a whole lot more powerful make my life a whole lot easier Well that's too too oh. honestly it's
0: all about
1: me <laughs> um, <laughs> Well Needless to say it's all about Jake, all about Jake. Anyway so uh, so that's it For me and, and Seth you got a minute 45 all right. Not too much to discuss tonight um, I guess
0: uh, congrats!
1: It's uh, kind of hard to go to action back to sports after that. Uh,
0: happy birthday to my best friend and co-host, other than my wife and my little dude over here. He's um, 41. He looks like he's 30. I'm a little bit jealous. I'm 41. I'm trying to look like I'm 60. Um, uh, uh, huge, huge boxing uh, fight. I guess I'm talking too quietly. Huge boxing fight. Anthony Joshua wins the heavyweight championship of the world in the best heavyweight fight in the last 10 years. To rejuvenate a sport that is just pretty much fallen just off the, the falling just to the, to the wayside. We can, you know, my my apologies for anyone who followed who, who did a mock draft based on my picks, couldn't have been worse. NHL playoffs good to see the Rangers down 2 0.
1: Yeah,
0: Not exactly. Um, I know. The, the world, the world especially the government is basing everything on a national Ottawa semi cup final. Um, and we go from there. So okay. next week talk a little bit more baseball, a little bit more basketball. Sports on this is Seth Canins on the Seth and Sports Radio show.
1: Have a good one. Okay, tomorrow I want you to listen.